today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Lots of chatter about carbon tax. Uh, again, uh, well, as we head into the weekend, because Monday it kicks in. And Canada's small businesses say they are not prepared, nor have they been told uh, how the, rebel- uh, the rebate will work for them. Let's bring in Monique Morneau, VP of National Affairs, Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and is with us now. Monique, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thanks, Scott. Good to be here. Tell us about the Canadian uh, Federation of Independent Business, who you represent. We represent 110,000 small business owners across Canada. These are businesses that you see on your main streets and that support your community, and we are in all sectors of the economy. How is small business reacting to the uh, implementation of the carbon uh, tax, which is coming up April 1st? What are the concerns? Well, especially in Ontario, which is one of the four provinces that is going to be impacted by the federal carbon backstop, which is the measures the federal government put in place because Ontario did not come with its own carbon plan. Um, We're really getting the message from our business owners that they've done everything they can to protect the environment as much as they can in their own business, and they certainly can't afford a tax on top of some of the extra costs that are already rising for them this year. So do most businesses have any idea how this will affect them? How does it impact the average small business? Well, probably not. I mean, it depends on what your business is, of course, but there is any business that uses fuel will be seeing an impact. If you're a farmer or a fisher, you're exempt from paying tax on some fuels, uh, and greenhouse operators have another exemption as well. But you still need to deal with the red tape that comes along with getting exempt. It's going to be administered by CRA. You need a certificate. You have to go online and fill it out. You make sure you give it to your distributor. So even for those businesses that are exempt from some of these increases, we are still being challenged by the process that goes along with that. So businesses will be affected very similarly the same way that uh, residents will be affected in the, in the sense that they'll be paying more for fuel costs and, and this sort of thing. Correct, except that unlike residents in Ontario who get the climate action incentive or that 300 or so bucks we're going to be getting if you're in a family of four, business owners don't have a, a rebate coming directly to them. And for us, that's a fairness issue because we've done the math and small business owners are paying way more into the carbon fund than, and will be paying more tax than big businesses and residents. So we're challenged by that, especially since the pool of money that the government has set aside for business owners to try and make improvements, for example, to their business that would help, requires probably an application. We don't have any details yet, and May or sorry, April first is just around the corner, so we're certainly struggling with that piece of it as well. So, what happens if they're not ready? What happens if they don't have all of the uh, the tools needed to do this moving forward? What are businesses to do? Well, if you're in transportation, fuel distribution, or manufacturers that use petroleum products, you need to register by April 1st or pay a $2,000 fine. Um, And if you are exempt, you need to get your exemption certificate as soon as possible. Otherwise, it doesn't get backdated. You need it for April 1st. And for other businesses, you need to start looking at passing on costs to consumers if that's an option, or you're going to have to start bucking up and paying it yourself. And that's the piece of it that's going to be the hardest, I think, for many small business owners is that customers don't want to pay more. They're not interested in that, and they're not making the link between the rebate uh, that they're getting from the government at the end of the year once they file their taxes you know, and increased costs uh, facing them at the cash register. Once this all, uh, I guess, gets up to speed, will businesses be reimbursed similar to the way residents are? Is it, no, com- there, is it coming? No, there is no plan for that. The federal government has set aside 
$1.5 billion, but over five years and for all provinces that are impacted, so four provinces. And so if you're a business that wants to upgrade a boiler, for example, or river refrigeration unit, we think that might be an option, but we don't know how, we don't know what details, and we don't know how much you'd be getting reimbursed. But there is no direct rebate like there are for citizens. Are businesses worried that as of April 1st, immediately their costs are going up, but they're not sure if they're getting reimbursed or they aren't? Uh, Yes, certainly we've been getting lots of questions from members about what kind of exemptions are in place and whether they qualify and whether they need to register or is it optional. We've been working with CRA who is administering that end of things, but um, certainly it's causing a lot of confusion and I think will be taking us probably a few months to sort out all the details. So what is missing now as of April 1st? Well, what we'd like to see missing is the carbon tax itself. That's what our members have told <laughs> us. But uh, as of April 1st, um, what we're waiting to hear more details on is how can businesses apply if they do want to make upgrades to use some of that money the government has set aside. And so, what are they so, going to be... So, sorry, let, let's just break this down. So, uh, first sure. of all, it's if they need upgrades to, as you said, refrigeration systems, heating systems, anything that helps them do their business more efficiently, they're <laughs> looking for access to those programs. That's right. And right. I'm still guessing here, unfortunately, Scott, like we haven't heard from the federal government what qualifies. Like, is it is it new light bulbs? Is it going to be, yeah, refrigeration? Like, I'm sort of, we have been working with the minister's office to try and figure that out, but we don't have any final details yet uh, as to what qualifies and mm-hmm. how much money or a rebate would it be 100% or half the cost. We don't know any of those details just yet. So it's interesting that we're, uh, we're starting a program, yet, uh, you know, in the end, what this is all about is, is saving the environment, yet we don't have any programs in place to actually do that, or, or how businesses can move forward with making their businesses more efficient. And that's a frustration by the part of small business owners, and why we've been getting as many phone calls as we have, is because they have questions, and it, uh, it isn't clear to them how they need to comply, excuse me, or if there is money available to them, how they get at it. Uh, so where do you go from here? What happens next? Well, certainly I'd be encouraging businesses who have questions to call CFIB and, uh, or to call CRA and try and get their answers and certainly to be putting pressure on their MP or um, the Minister of the Environment, if that's what, uh, where they so choose, to be asking for um, you know, consideration for small businesses in particular who don't have you know, extra people on hand to help them deal with this, hmm. to give them extension periods or to be answering their questions and to generally educate before enforcing some of these uh, penalties if they do get stuck with those. Uh, obviously, you, you represent businesses across the country. Provinces are dealing with this in different ways. Uh, one doing it better than the other, easier for some businesses in certain provinces than, than the others. Well, certainly, I mean, BC's had a carbon tax for many, many years now, and uh, but the government at the time when they introduced it, they offset with other measures. They reduced the small business tax rate, they made other adjustments, and that was our recommendation to the federal government was to lower some of the other costs that businesses are dealing with right now. But as of April 1st, businesses have now been paying increased CPP rates for the last few months. That came up in January, and now we have an additional carbon tax. So it's not exactly helping them move forward and reducing costs in a time where we know the economy is now starting to do funny things and shift a little bit. So it's it's going to be a, a challenging time, I think, for them. Uh, I... Is everyone is everyone confident that the BC model is the way to go? Uh, what can we learn from that model? Well, certainly. I mean, it's it's 
whether everyone's confident, I don't know. I mean, it just probably changes, depends on the industry that you're in and the province that you're from. If you tell a farmer in Saskatchewan that, um, you know, there's probably going to be a different answer than someone else on a different province in the country. So I think really at this point, if businesses, if the government wants to go ahead with putting a price on pollution, as they keep talking about, what they need to do is think about what the economic impact will be on small businesses and ensuring that the fairness piece is in place here so that if they're rebating residents, then they need to think about rebating small business owners more directly as well. Uh, Businesses complaining in one province more than the other. Uh, Yes. Yeah, we certainly have had loud voices from Alberta and Saskatchewan where they, you know, their industries rely more heavily on fuel and on uh, on other pollutants. And so that's certainly something that uh, has come through loud and clear. Is it that that's the issue or is it the fact that um, in some scenarios, the provinces has uh, supplied their own uh, version of the tax as opposed to uh, using that uh, as, uh, as opposed to using the government's is one better than the other, I guess, is what I'm asking. Well, I think it depends on, you know, provincially, would you like your own made in your Ontario plan mm-hmm. versus having the federal government impose something on you? Uh, we've known for a few years this was coming, so a couple provinces decided to go ahead with their own, and the others, you know, the Saskatchewan government is, is uh, taking the federal government to court over this issue as to whether they have the jurisdiction to it. So we're really getting all kinds of models uh, and responses to this particular issue. So provinces that have uh, chose to, to design their own model, are those businesses more happy than ones, say, like Ontario, where we're just following the federal plan? I think there's resistance to the idea of pricing pollution across the country. Other members have said that they've done everything they can, that they believe in protecting the environment, that they see the reasoning behind this, but that doing it this way is making it hard on their pocketbooks. And so every province has done something a bit differently when they have decided to go in ahead with their own plan and they're reducing costs for business owners. So that certainly, I think, would have helped ease some of the sting of this. Uh, A survey out today just talking about uh, how people feel about uh, the environment as an issue, climate change and such, and and whether uh, it'll be an issue in the next uh, election campaign or not. It seems to be something that's still prominent uh, amongst Canadians. Does business feel the same way? Well, I think that absolutely they, they certainly see that, you know, many of our members have tell us, told us, like I said, that they believe in protecting the environment. They just disagree on how to do that. And so I think whether this becomes an election issue, given everything else that's been going on in the news lately, <laughs> we'll have a few more months to see. But uh, certainly I think it will be one of the one of the top issues. Uh, is government listening to your concerns? Are you getting any response back from them? As I said, we have been working with the minister's office to share the concerns our members have, particularly in those provinces that don't want the carbon backstop. Um, so they, they're aware, and we've been giving them our ideas in terms of administering whatever programs they come up with for business owners to access money to do upgrades, that they need to be simple and straightforward and don't involve many steps and a big delay period before you get your money. So uh, at this point, I think the frustration lies just in the delay of not having had any announcements or details released about what that's going to look like with April 1st being around the corner. Uh, over and above the 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 um, uh, 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 over and above uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, uh, implementing this boy that was difficult in, in <laughs> over and above implementing this and and how uh, each business has to do this and the hoops that they jump have to jump through in order to get money or uh, perhaps qualify for something. Um, how much of it is that and how much do they really understand what this is for, what the money is going for, and, and if it's improving anything? Are those questions coming out or is everybody just trying to figure out how to get their business through this? 
Well, I think it's lots of questions at this point, and I'm not sure business owners really know that the fund is coming their way. I mean, the government made the announcement that was back in October, so you know, it's hard to connect the dots at this point. It's not like April 1st, yes, there's going to be a fuel tax, but also here, apply for this, um, you know, this program to help reduce some of the costs or make your your business more efficient. So I think if those things had come hand in hand a bit more closely, then it would have been easier for business owners to to understand all the different pieces. But at this point, those who are impacted by the by the fuel tax in particular are going to be just seeing an increase to their their taxes and and that's going to hit their bottom line and it's going to be hard to separate that from other areas that might be able to help them reduce uh reduce the impact and become more energy efficient. Are business owners asking where this money is going? Are they concerned uh, about that or again just getting their business through this? I think getting their business through this at this point, uh, you know, the, I know one point five billion does sound like a lot, but when you spread it over five years and over four provinces, it's not that that much actually. So we're we're hoping to uh, make sure that the process for access, accessing the money is fairly efficient. So this is supposed to be revenue. Uh, I'm not know if it's necessarily revenue ner- neutral, but certainly people are getting uh, rebate checks and things like this back. Is the idea here that if we make businesses spend more? Uh, on these sorts of carbon taxes that they will do more to become more efficient? Is that the objective here, do you think? Well, I think they're trying to communicate that, um, you know, there are ways to certainly make businesses more energy efficient, just like there are for households as well. But it's tricky when you're a business owner. If you don't own your property, then you're limited within your lease as to what you can do. So there are other kind of nuances that apply in the business world that we don't necessarily see in the average uh, Canadian household. So uh, certainly I think trying to um, line up all the different uh, objectives with this is, is, is going to be tricky for them when they're seeing increased costs. Considering how much of the economy uh, small business makes up, are you surprised we, the government doesn't have uh, a handle on this at this point, more residential so than, than an industry? And when, yeah. when, when industry obviously is a big part of this. Absolutely. I think it's that's where some of the frustration is coming from. There was a plan for the big guys, and there's money set aside for the average Canadian, and business owners really um, are still left wondering how they're supposed to pass these costs on if they can. In some instances, they won't be able to. And so it does. that's where the fairness piece of this comes into play and, and, uh, and d- does feel a little bit like they were a, a second thought or left behind. So what is the average business person thinking come April 1st? Well, I think if you're in Ontario and you're opposed to the carbon tax and you're frustrated by increased costs, if you're a business who particularly knows that they have energy-efficient upgrades that they could make, then it would be, you know, hopefully anticipating an information about those programs very soon. All right, Monique Marneau has been with us, Vice President of National Affairs, Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Monique, thanks so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Thanks to you, Scott. Take care. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.